It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. We are back, Phillies backstage. John, the legend has walked in the room. A true legend. <laughs> a absolute, I mean, anybody who's worked with the Phillies, and she's worked here since 1981, I believe. She yes. was a hot pants girl. 84 as the uh, front desk receptionist. Sorry, I stole your thunder. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah come on. I'm the guy running I, the show I here. Walked John, I walked all over your beginning. introduction, yeah, and go. John just jumps ahead. Why? Look at Brooksy just shaking his head. It's typical, isn't it, Brooksy? Take uh, two, Tom Burgoyne. Kelly Adario DiGiacomo, welcome. Welcome to the Hi, Richie girl. Ashburn radio booth. <laughs> You're allowed to talk to okay. the mic. <laughs> You're like, to, I know. Hey, you better talk. This is a podcast. <laughs> Whatever listening. that means. <laughs> well, John uh, has already blown the whole introduction. But, yes, Kelly, you have been here since 1981. I didn't know you went back that far because you look so good. <gasps> Look at that, yeah. buttering up the guests so far. <laughs> and uh, But how about that? And and guess what? I didn't know that you started a hot, as a I hot did. dance girl. How, you know, and how was that? I mean, uh, here you, you love the Phillies, obviously, I, as a kid. You grew up in southwest Philly, yes. right? Obviously. Originally and, from south Philly. Okay, I got you. And, um, and so the, you love the Phillies. So, to, I mean, this was your dream job, I guess, right? Not necessarily. Okay. I was in school for art. I was... I kind of just loved coming here, and then after a while, I quit college and never left. Yeah, I know. So. How about it? Yeah, well, and uh, because soon after a couple of years uh, as a hot pants girl, you became the Phillies receptionist. Yes. And you have been ever since. I have been. I worked on the top level, and then when we went on strike... I worked downstairs. 94? 94. Went downstairs. At the vet. At yep. the vet mm -hmm. and um, did both jobs. Receptionist, answering the phone, did all that stuff. And you cut and some I hair. And I met my husband. I cut hair. Met my husband. He was riding his bike. I thought he was hot. Came in, asked me out to lunch, and that was it. <laughs> that was that. Wait, he so, was riding his bike around the vet? He was. He worked at night, and he would work out during the day. Right. And ride his bike around. And he would come into the stadium or just? Well, he, he would, would go up and down the ramps. And I said to John Vukovic, that guy's really hot. He said, you're a weirdo. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, he's really hot. So John Vukovic said to him, hey, she thinks you're hot. And that's how you met that's him. That's how I met him. Now, mm -hmm. let, let's talk about the haircut. Now, I think this was 1994. I first started with the Phillies. Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, we, we get along famously because you got a Southwest girl and you got a uh, someone from the mean streets of West St. David's, yes. right? <laughs> and so uh, I asked if you could cut my hair, yes. right? Because I wanted to save some money on uh, on the hair. Or, or I think you told me that the hair cutter was not doing such a great job <laughs> on my hair. I did. Right? So then, then why did that end, Kel? Well, we used to... God, I'm going to get in trouble. You're not going to get we, in trouble. We used, to, we used to cut hair in um, the bathroom. Right. 
and John Brazier comes, sits down, and opens up a paper. And I was like, what do you think this is? Yeah, <laughs> like right. a barbershop? <laughs> I said, next time, I have two words for you. Hair cuttery. <laughs> I was getting a little too comfortable. Oh, and my God. Yeah, he wouldn't even talk to me. Yeah. Was, I was like, is this guy kidding me? Exactly. I mean, I, I, that's bad form, right, Kelly? I mean, if you're going to go get a haircut, you should really talk to the person and engage and yes. have fun. And not sit there like you're King Arthur. Exactly. On a throne. Yeah. And he was sitting on a throne. See that? <laughs> <laughs> with my World Series the ring. Yes. With my World Series ring. Hey, Kelly, now, in your job, with the beauty of your job, we'll, we'll, we're going to talk the positive aspects first because we'll get into a little bit of the negative aspects. But the positive aspects is, is that throughout the years, you mentioned the 80s, throughout the 80s, 90s, you know, 2000s, um, a lot of players hang out there. A lot of players come up there. They got to come through there, visiting and current. Yes. So tell us, tell us about some of the. Like, let's go back. Let's go back in time. Who are some of the guys that used to basically hang out at the front desk with you? Well, I have to tell you my favorite story of all times. When I was leaving to go home because I wouldn't stay at night, I I turned over and I I turned around and I saw Mage McDonald, Richie Ashburn, Ed Libertor. And Joe DiMaggio. Wow. And I, I, I thought to myself, oh, my God, that's Joe DiMaggio. He was married to Marilyn Monroe. Right. Like, I wasn't thinking that's about... That's big time. That was like, looking back at that, I thought, that was unbelievable. And then, I mean, I've had plenty of guys come through. Yeah, Kevin Gross, right? Oh, yeah. I loved him. Yeah, yeah. Tug McGraw. A love Tug. I mean, Kelly, yeah, Kelly. I mean, you know everybody. Love and it's Tug. interesting. When you started as a receptionist in 84, mm -hmm. the Sarge had just won ML, you know, the uh, National League MVP. Yes. You know, we had gone to the World Series. And now I just love Now you know, I can't Sarge. get rid of him. You can't get rid of him. <laughs> My well, God. Why does he sit He's down worse there than a you? husband. I swear yeah, to God. Yeah. He and will he take, with if him. he's going to sit next to you, does he take any calls? Does he do, does, do any no, work down there? No, but he listens to everything that I say and talks over me. Why are you telling them that? That's not how it goes. To tell blah blah blah. And I'm like, <laughs> Sarge, and he has a very loud voice. Yeah. But he um, he likes to order people around too. He likes yes, to, he likes yes, to he go does. tell you to get you get something. Can he you says, mail? Can you mail this? Can you oh do no. that? Where's my mail? You didn't tell me it was here. I said I told you three days ago. <laughs> but he. Um, Get me a cup of coffee. I like it black. Oh my God! Oh, this chair's killing my back, and you know. <laughs> but he, when his son first came, when he was playing, mm -hmm. he came to the front desk and he said, "Are you Kelly?" And I said, "I am." He said, "Well, my dad told me to tell you hi." And it was it was Junior. Yeah, yeah. Junior. Yeah. And then that. Brett Boone, when he came in, he asked where the nurses' station was. And I said, well, they're not open yet. He said, I wanted to say hi to Rita, oh, the nurse, right? yeah, because yeah. they used to hang there. Yeah. All the, yeah. all that, that was the wives' lounge back in the day. Right, huh. that's where the kids would hang mm -hmm. out. How about that? Hey, now there's another uh, special moment that Pete Rose, oh, uh, basically, he, uh, I think it was Stan, I would, Mu Stan Musial's record. Yes. He broke Stan Musial's uh, National League Hits record, and uh, he got a phone call, or he was going to make a phone call with, with uh, President Reagan, correct? Well... I was only relieving that day. That was, I wasn't working here so full time. you're already time. making excuses here. <laughs> well, only because Kenny Bush, God rest his soul, could not hear. Right. And he kept on hanging up, and he would say, like, really cur bad curse words. Right. And it was awful. And it turned out that it was the White House calling to speak to Pete Rose. Right. And you had to patch it through. I had to just transfer, but, uh, but Kenny would say, what the hell are you doing? Boom. 
and hang up the phone. Am I allowed to curse? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sure. Um. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so wait, the White House would call through to get Pete Rose in the clubhouse. Yes. And Kenny Bush would, would hang up on Woody, the White he House? He would hang out because it wasn't supposed to be through that extension. It, w- it was supposed to go through like a hot phone. Right. Yeah. But and it was, it's famous video, right, Kel? I mean, now when you look back and you see that video of Larry Shank is, is oh. trying to connect. He's down there standing next to Pete Rose. And every time Ronald Reagan is trying to get through. I, I can't believe they even hired me after that because <laughs> I was only taking someone's place. Right, right. They were at lunch. And it was... So it went, eventually went through. It did go through. It okay. did go through. I never actually spoke to the president. Spoke. Th- there was someone calling from his office to get in touch down there. Right. All right. Now, there's a lot of – we mentioned uh, – we, we haven't gotten through the former players, but celebrities in general, I know because, you know, they all come through that front desk, right? From and you're, all, you're always with them. <laughs> well, I'm with that them a lot. John is now, who are some of your favorite celebrities throughout the years, non-baseball people – we're talking musicians, politicians. Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Was he the most excited you got to uh, I, meet, or he was just a good guy? Or I was I, – I still can't believe I met Eddie Vedder or, yeah. or saw him. He was with waiting for Raul. Raul. One of the nicest yes. guys. Well, I've told the story that Raul had just got to the Phillies, and uh, he came from Seattle, and he's such a nice guy. And I, did, I knew Raul, but I didn't know him that well at this mm-hmm. point. And he came up to me and he said, hey, John, uh, you know, he's very soft-spoken. He said, John, uh, can you do me a favor? I've got a friend of mine who's coming into town. He's never been to the ballpark. Do you mind uh, walking him in and kind of showing him around? I said, yeah, Raul, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I, I said, give him my name and number or you give me his name and number. He said, I'll give you his name. Uh, his name's uh, Eddie Vedder. He's in a band called Pearl Jam. And I'm looking at him like, is this guy messing with me? Or is he, is it mine? You know, <laughs> but but it, it was Raul because he's so sincere and yeah. so, you know, he's just, you know, he didn't assume that. I knew who he was, and I'm looking at him like, uh, "Yeah, right. Well, I can, uh, I can handle that one." <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I got Th- it. That that and, was cool. And the nicest guy, the absolute one of the and nicest what about guys. David Beckham. David Beckham came were through. You, were you I was with not. That was not part of part David of my group. Beckham. You want to hear this great story? Yep. He he had to do a walkthrough, a mandatory walkthrough when he was playing with the while playing against the Union, and it was the night that. Roy Halliday's of Roy Halliday's no hitter. Right. And when he was leaving, Hetty Bergsman said to him, "You're, you know, this might be history. You may, you may not want to leave." And he he didn't understand really what was going on, but he said, "I have to go. It's mandatory that I get back to the union to whatever Plus it was he probably called." Doesn't really care about baseball. Guess right. what? History. Guess what? He stayed. He called Dave Montgomery. Did after he, really? he did his mandatory walkthrough and asked if he could come back. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So wow. he got to see history. He was there. That is awesome. And he didn't bring that his wife, which... Uh, Victoria. Posh. Posh. Or posh, posh. Yes. <laughs> right. But he was so nice. And we were trying not to act like really cool. But when he got on the elevator, we're like, oh my God. There's another one. one that was definitely up in the uh, uh, lobby, Kelly, when you were up there, because I was up there at the same time. Danny DeVito. Remember, remember Danny DeVito? I loved him. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he great? He was so, he was like yeah, he, better in person. Yes. He better po- in person. posed for pictures with everybody. And, and uh, just, uh, Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul, oh, yeah. She, she had a lot of fun. She would hug you. I mean, she was adorable. Paul was great, yeah. Um, Kelsey Grammer. At the, oh, uh, Kelsey Grammer. at the vet. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> he was so trash. That's what I remember and too. He hung out. He hung out with the ground crew the whole game. And he, it was guess the '96 All Star game. It was. That was awesome. Yep. That yep. was a. That was a 
unbelievable time too because LL Cool J walked through the lobby. Uh, first, Greg Maddox walked through, and then LL Cool J was right behind him, and all the crowd was like screaming. And I said to LL Cool J, "Oh my God, they knew you. They didn't even know him." <laughs> he said, "I know." He he was he was adorable. Do you know that I I pulled uh, LL Cool J? I was doing. Oh, the... it's always about you. Oh, yeah, really Cal, done. stop. <laughs> well, you oh, mentioned LL Cool J. This is my half a podcast. <laughs> what else? Uh, so, LL Cool LL Cool J was performing at the All Star Game. On the dugout, and we had this already scripted. We before the game, we we practiced and everything. He's on the dugout. I thought he was getting down. I thought he, the song was over. Right? He's on mm-hmm. the mic. I pulled his mic down, and because he was bending down, I thought getting off the dugout. But for some reason, he was bending down, and then got back up, and and some, that's someone rap. and someone in the booth, someone in the booth said he's still going. So I'm like, I already pulled the mic down. If I pulled the mic up, Oops. back up, I'm admitting to a mistake. <laughs> so yeah. I kept him down. So well, that's that's what you learn from the mean streets of St. David's. Just uh, West, 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 West St. David's. Whatever. Just you Again, know. the other Make side sure. of the tracks. Yes. Yeah, the you other know, side of like, what like, tracks? It's not like East St. The Radner tracks. The main line. The main line tracks. Yeah. The Radner tracks. Kelly, I remember one story. I come into the ballpark, and uh, there, like, people are just going about their business. And I say, "Hey, Kelly, how you doing?" This was at the vet, and uh, I'm like, what, "What's new?" And she goes, "Well, I don't know." She goes, "They're filming a commercial on on the field." I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." She goes, "Yeah, Kelly, just totally blase about it." Goes, "Yeah, Heather Locklear's uh, filming a commercial." That was so awesome. And I'm like, "What? Wait, Heather Locklear's filming a that's commercial?" That's when she was married to. Um, uh, um, Richie Sambor. Sambor. Wasn't yes. your best friend involved with that? Uh, well, yes. yes. As a matter of fact, and I came, I went down. That's when our marketing offices were on the first level at the vet, and everybody's just working at their computers and in their cubicles. I'm like, hello, people. I mean, Heather Locklear's out there. right out there. So uh, She just, was lovely also. Wasn't she nice? Mm-hmm. Well, I told my friend to go out there and, and meet her, and uh, he got a chance to, the fanatic yeah, got a chance to yes. meet Heather Locklear. He was making out with her. <laughs> it it is funny, so. all the people that come through like even the random ones you've had Eddie Munster you had you had <gasps> Greg Brady you know you had Meatloaf you had Alice Cooper a lot of random what right? about do you think Greg Brady dyes his hair I always wondered that uh, with the- <laughs> I think he's starting to not to because the last time I saw him, he's it was, going pretty was, great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty. I went to dinner with him that night. I was asking a lot no, of personal. I was asking okay, a lot of personal. Okay, here he goes again. Well, he goes. I was asking a John. lot of personal questions. I'm out of here. I have to go uh, back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking questions that every fan wanted to know, which I can't tell on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, so why you bring up the story if you can't tell it on the podcast? Because well, it's all was, about well, I was Johnny. Asking about because the big rumor was that he ever, you know. You know, oh my God! What? That's Florence sacrilegious. Why would you say that? Where are you going that, that way? Because I'm not I even going you. that way. I was saying, did he ever get up on the dugout before? No, you, you know, didn't. Said, no, you I, didn't. Kelly, you're totally misreading me. Here. Uh, I know you. All right, now, Kelly. On the negative side, you do like when uh, during rain delays, it does stink for you, right? Yeah. Uh, I not just rain delays during everyone, when it's cloudy on a. Um, don't call five days before, because <laughs> I'm not Cecily Tynan. Right. <laughs> and the game's on. <laughs> The game's on. That's automatically. it. That's, That's it. it. The game's yeah. on. Right. We played a game in the. We played a World Series game in the rain. How did? Well, how did that go? By the way, I almost killed myself to tell you the truth. That was awful. Before two days, and I wanted. I wrote. You know, when Sealy came in for all those questions, I wanted to ask him, "What were you thinking for those two days? Not. I mean, to play. That was awful. 
how many calls did you take, Kelly? People calling saying, is the game on? Uh, when are they going to finish the World Series? Or just people to rant, right, Kelly? You got oh. people calling just, they think it was your decision to right. cancel well, the Well, I, I said to this. Or, or baseball decisions. It's baseball yeah. decisions. Oh, right, right. That, That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. We, we Go ahead, Kelly. Speak freely. Them. And they think that it's actually me. Because it's my voice on the recording. Thank you for calling the Phillies. They're like, listen, you, I want you better tell them. I'm like, sure. I pretend. <laughs> sure. I, I write it down, <laughs> and I say I'm going to take it right there. And then you know, if Gabe's in the lobby, I'll say, Gabe, this guy wants to tell you. Right. So, <laughs> which is you're always passing those messages yes, along from the fans. I, I always yes. do because Trades. the fans are the fans are the fans are the best. That's right. They are the That's best. Right. They're very engaged. Oh, they're uh, they know more than me, and that that kind of makes me laugh. I mean, I know personal things like I, the way they dress and stuff, like the players and what's going on, but I'm not that into it. Right. Baseball-wise. Now, didn't you also get a phone call from Mike Hampton? Uh, Because Mike Hampton in the visiting clubhouse, he basically smashed a TV. Yes. Right? And why why did he call you? Why don't you finish it, Johnny? (laughs) I'm not being interviewed on the podcast, (laughs) Kelly. (laughs) Are we going to have to have a... <laughs> Rob Brooks' favorite episode. <laughs> We're gonna have to have a little arm wrestling match here. I, I could beat you up because no. I'm from Southwest Philly. Oh, what, right. what happened that would get you in trouble? Yes, what happened would get you in trouble with Mike Hampton? Poor Mike Hampton. I'm not talking about this. I'm, I'm, we're not talking about this. All right, he smashed a TV, Tom. Go ahead. He smashed a TV and actually called the front desk to tell her, I think, uh, sorry, I smashed a TV. How can I get it rectified? Is that right? Right? How about that? And Kelly gave some great advice. No, I didn't. Where the Best Buy was, right down the street on Columbus Boulevard. <laughs> I was. This is this is this is a tidbit uh, handed to me by Scott Brandon. I'm going to put him right under the bus. Oh my I don't God. even know this story. <laughs> but Kelly's obviously mad at me for bringing it I'm up. I'm very angry. <laughs> Let's talk about Barry Bonds. <laughs> yeah, you had a now, thing for Barry Bonds. I did not have a thing for him. Do you oh. hear that? He's accusing you of that, Kelly. <laughs> now you, both of you. <laughs> We're That's it. We're guys. done. Um, now I, I, he I, loved you. I, yes, I, I really liked him. I never thought he was bad. Would he ask advice like where to go in Philly, what restaurants to hit? No, or? he had his own cook. Oh, he had someone traveling with him. But you do get really? asked that question by a lot of people. I do. And obviously, I know. I know the good food around here. <laughs> yeah. Well, how would Barry Bonds, like, what, what kind of, uh, he would one, hang out when at he the desk? Wa- when he walked in one time with his head up, I was like, that is the rudest thing I've ever seen. Because there were all kids out there. Yeah. He goes, you have no idea what I have to put up with. And I said, well, they're only little kids. They just want your autograph. He said, those kids were at the hotel. So they followed him down Still, here. You told him. Well, and, but then I felt bad for him because... He, he can't. He could never go anywhere without someone asking mm. for something. Right. Right. Understood. So, but he so, had respect for you for kind yes. of when I had my son. Exactly when right. I had my son Brady, he actually gave us a present. Hmm. He said, "Oh, if I ever have a son, that's a great name, Brady Bonds." Nice. He thought that was cool. Did, but, he, did he ever have a kid named Brady Bonds? No, he had. Uh, he only had the daughter. Uh, he has two daughters and a son. Right. I remember the one one kid, remember the World Series, right? Well, that was his no, kid. No, oh, no, that was, that was Dusty, uh, Baker. Dusty Baker's kid. Oh, right. And he's playing. He's Is he playing really? in the Cape Cod League. Wow. Darren. Hmm. And I love Dusty Baker, too, because he's friends with Sarge. Right. But if he would get gift certificates, he would always give them, like, to go to eat and things like that. 
as far as the new players too, like Kelly, when they come in, like you must see them like coming right off the the boat, basically. You yes. Know, where they're like wide-eyed. Some of them have never been to Philadelphia before. They've you know come from small towns or they've been in the minor leagues. I mean, do you remember any any kids who maybe grew up? Bryce. To be, yeah, Bryce. Bryce is that. I way. remember Bryce, and yeah. I thought I I watched him outside when he was with the Nationals. With the Nationals, mm -hmm. and I thought, oh my gosh, his mom must be devastated you know leaving him into the big world yeah and I, he was trying to get money out of his pocket for the for the cab and and i just was like wow because he started it, in the big leagues at a young yes, age yes yeah, yeah but he i i was so excited when we got him because he's always been so nice to me yeah and he yeah. really doesn't didn't have to be yeah he's awesome ian desmond love him yeah when he's now he's with colorado he'll come up to say hi okay yeah you know, it's funny, like that they, when we're hiring, when we're trying to get free agents, right? Mm -hmm. um, the, the people that, uh, that our baseball people will talk to are the visiting clubhouse guy, the receptionist, mm -hmm. the home clubhouse guy. You know, th those right. are the people that are, that are there working with them. And the way they treat the receptionist, the way they treat the clubhouse tenants or other people that are more ancillary, you know, with the, that's the great judge and character of how what these guys are going to be like when we invest all that money into them right so you probably get questions from yes. what was so-and-so like you know how did they treat you or so well I, at Machado I I thought that was awesome when he came in and Kirby Puckett Mr. Giles told all of us to get dressed up but he were, we weren't allowed to know what was going on and he brought him through but he never you know he didn't sign didn't with sign, us yeah. Bobby Benilla I actually tell him all the time you, we had to get slicked out for you to come in. Bobby Benilla's coming in. Everybody, be on your best behavior. And you went to the Mets for like a dollar more. Ah, uh, he's still getting so, paid. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Paid. Lee Thomas, that that was that was fun back then, with you know when he came in. All right. Then you used to have Mage McDonald used to hang out with you, the legendary Mage who was a yeah. longtime Phillies coach. Kelly, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. We talk about him. I mean, every day. There's not a day that goes by that we don't bring him up or talk exactly, about him there's, there's yeah. not a day there's not a day that goes by that i don't think of him well i don't i, I usually say at least one mage mcdonald line <laughs> right. right you do but you don't do it as good as him I, I have to tell you face to face well i'll be fully admit it of course it's him that's the guy i'm just imitating 80 him. blind crippled or crazy <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> mage would come in and, and may maybe totally hang out with you guys yeah yeah so all right, and, our favorite. and last thing too cal before we get to the quiz did you know you're getting a quiz today Mm. By the way, this is my revenge on you. Um, but did you also, let, let, before we get to the quiz, uh, you made you went to history. Did you realize that? You and Debbie Nacito went to the last wing bowl. I know. Uh, that's, uh, that was ever in Philadelphia. That was unbelievable. Right? Was that your first time going? No. I went there over when it was at the Spectrum. Okay. Yeah, we walked yeah. over there. You were there, weren't you? Yeah, but, back in Spectrum days. But I Tony Fanicola. Yeah, sure. We all walked over there. I took yeah. Kelly. But it wasn't as bad as I took that. Kelly and Debbie Nacito over to the Wing Bowl, <laughs> oh and it was God. the greatest reality show you've ever seen. It, it basically, I would like to describe it. You know the, um, you know the Muppets when you have the uh, the two two, yes. two two guys up there <laughs> and they're basically they're, they're yacking up in Walbert, the upper. Stadler and Walbert. Is that what they're called? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that I, was basically the Debbie and Kelly show because they're like, oh my commentary. god, oh, do you see that? Do their mom know what they're doing? Oh, that was awful. <laughs> Can you believe they're eating those wings? All hey, those John, wings. John, Wait, did Kelly keep her top on? Or, uh... <laughs> well, I was. They were screaming for me to take it off, but I had a sweater on, so I didn't want to do that. I messed my hair up. And but, on that note, we're. <laughs> We're going to go to the quiz. 
All right. So, Kelly, here's the deal. I have a quiz that's always related around the person that we interview. And um, I have eight questions, okay? So these are up. Oh, these, you should be good because these are up your alley, okay? So, Tom? Eight questions. Do you know what, what does, an alley is? Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes. I, fought, I had to fight in the alleys in the mean streets of, uh, did I say West Wayne or East St. David? Somewhere? Whatever it is. Right, somewhere there. Yeah. Uh, Tom, what, what does she win if uh, she gets... Um, Six out of eight. Tickets for tomorrow's game, Kelly. It's a 12.35 start. It's a throwback I'll be Thursday. There. I love right. throwback. I'm still with the 80s. I love that. Well, it, it's awesome. Not, not, only, not only that, but Tommy Conwell Tommy is, is singing the national anthem. Ron Jaworski is throwing at the first pitch. Right? Tommy Conwell, he had a concert at the vet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he sure did. I'm not your man. Right? You love Tommy Conwell. I do. I love Tommy Conwell. Love Tommy Conwell. I'm Robert well. Hazard. God rest his soul. Yeah. So. Escalator of life. All right, Kel, you got to get six out of eight. Six out of eight, and you get the tickets for Throwback Thursday, tomorrow at 1230. And post game, all kids uh, can run on the right, yeah, run the bases. Run the bases, thanks to the Moors. Right cool. On. All right, first question. You ready? Sure. Are you, are you, you can't Google this, okay? Uh, which of these local celebrities did not go to West Catholic? Did not go to West Catholic. Uh, a. Jim Lynham. B. Soupy Sales. C. Peter Boyle. B. D. Herb McGee. <laughs> C. Sales is correct. You think Soupy Sales didn't go to West Catholic? He did not. All right, you did go there. So it's a Catholic school. Yes. Yeah, so Soupy Sales not Catholic. No. <laughs> no I did not know that. See, you learned great things on the show, Tom. Uh, which of these teams did Sarge not play for? Okay. Giants, Braves, Cubs, Astros. Astros. Astros is she is two for two. Two for two. All well, right. I've only heard that a million times. Right, because you sit next to him and he yeah. tells you all the time. Which of these facts is not true about Mage McDonald? Okay, not true. A, he played baseball and basketball at Villanova. B, he worked at Ballantyne Brewery. C, he spoke four languages. D, was awarded a Purple Heart and Bronze Star, bronze star for his service in World War II. Can you go over that again? Uh, uh, yes. A, he played baseball and basketball at Villanova. B, he worked at Ballantyne Brewery. C, he spoke four languages. D, was awarded a Purple Heart. C. C, because he spoke two languages, yeah. feign and profane. Feign and profane. <laughs> Our favorite line. There you go. All right. Four. Uh, your favorite movie, you told me, was uh, Pride of the Yankees, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so which American university did Lou Gehrig attend? Columbia. Wow. I was going to say Duke, Columbia, Georgia, or Harvard, but you got that right away. Four for four, Kelly. Four for four. She's, all she needs to do is bat 500 here. All right. What For the rest of the way, David Bowie. You're also a big David Bowie fan, mm-hmm. right? What was David Bowie's first number one hit on the U.S. charts? Okay. Was it Fame, Space Oddity, Changes, Suffragette City? Suffragette City. Mm, that's what it, I was, I was going to guess that too, Kelly. It was Fame. Hmm. All right, that's all right. all right. No, I don't believe that. Which of these facts is about David Bowie is not true? Okay, uh, a he was uh, hit in the eye by a lollipop on stage in Norway. B, a. hold on. B, he went to high school with Peter Frampton. C, he played professional football for Nottingham Forest. D, he appeared as Pontius Pilate in Martin Scorsese's The Last a. Temptation of Christ. A. What, Tom, would you like to give her a lifeline? Uh, it sounds like she might need it. Yeah, she might need it. You get well, my life. I, I don't think lifeline. he played football. Yes, you're right. He played professional. He did not play professional lifeline? football. Take my lifeline. Yes, okay. he, he yes. was hit in the eye by a lollipop on stage in Norway. <laughs> yes. 
All right, so that's Is that why his eyes are two different colors? I don't know. That's a good question. But also <laughs> his name was Davy Jones, but he couldn't he couldn't be Davy Jones because the monkeys already had mm-hmm. Davy Jones. That's true. All right, ready? This one's you're gonna love this question right here. Okay. Which town is not technically on the main line? <laughs> <laughs> and I say that because uh, just for the listening audience out there, I I came in one day, and again I am from the mean streets of West St. David's, and I said I said Olney, and Kelly said, "What did you say?" I said Olney. She goes, "It's Olney," you know, blah blah yes. blah. And so then the next day I came in, I said, "Kelly, you know what, what's great? I'm taking the train now, and I'm taking the subway in from sometimes from Fern Rock, and uh, I tell you what, I, what what's that stop uh, Juanita Park like? <laughs> Juanita Park. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said that just to stir up the no, pot. No, you didn't. I no. did too, stir up the pot. Okay. All right. So, which town is not te- technically on the main line? In other words, doesn't have a uh, train stop on the main line, the Paley Local. Uh, a, St. David's. B, Malvern. C, Narberth. D, Berwyn. A, St. David's. B, Malvern. C, Narberth. D, Berwyn. Berwyn. <clears throat> that would be Malvern. Malvern. Really? Yes, it's not. Technically, it's not. Uh, not on the main line. All right, so you get. Well, who you, goes to the main line? You have I to think it's fine. That you have to get that. You game. have to get this right, Cal, to, to win. You really are a creeper. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Which of these? You, you love Tug McGraw, right? Love them. Love Tug. How do you not love Tug? Which of these facts is not true about Tug McGraw? Okay. Uh, a. He was in the military at Marine Corps Base uh, uh, Camp Lejeune and Paris Island. B was in a garage band called The Clinks since he was a fan of Hogan's Heroes. C he got the nickname Tug from his mom because of the particularly aggressive way he breastfed as a baby. D he was traded to the Phillies for pitcher Max Scarce, Del Unser, and John Stearns. Oh my God, I don't know that. <laughs> so was it A again? He was in the military. At, you know, he at wasn't Marine in Corps a base. band, was uh, he? Because he so was a barber. Did you know that? I did not. He was a barber. Is that right? Mm-hmm. But he was. That? But you're correct. He was not in a band not called The Clinks, named after a Hogan's Heroes character. So you are correct, Kel. What does she win again, you're Tom? You're going to Throwback Thursday tomorrow, the 12:35 game. And you know what? Maybe we can. Uh, you've met Tommy Conwell before, right? I love. Bring him up. I will bring him up because I you want Tommy Conwell. I will bring him up, and you can get a picture with Tommy Conwell. <gasps> that's your. Uh, that's your prize. <sighs> Is he still a teacher? Uh, he works for a fence company. And he might be a teacher, too. He works for the fence guys. Scott Brandeth just had him as a client. Yeah, yeah, up around Montgomeryville. Yep, in our yep. area, yep. in our hood. I didn't know that. Tommy Conwell. Yeah. Love that guy. And his brother was Joe that was on the Eagles. Uh, and the yeah. star, oh, Stars, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Was on the, uh, Remember, the, the, you weren't with the Phillies when they packed up and split the, the Stars? Stars, no, but I went to that. I went to the championship game. It was awesome. Franklin Field. Yeah, we go into work the, nec- the, the day, and then they had all these U-Hauls. Going by, they completely they split. Just left. They yeah. just left. All right, before the you leave, stars. though, last thing before you leave, can you just, uh, since this is on the record, can you trash Debbie Nacito for any, any, any way, in any form? Um. Mm. <laughs> can she listen to a podcast? Because I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I don't think she knows how. I don't think she knows how to listen to a podcast. Do you have any closing words about Debbie Nacito? Oh my God. <laughs> She's enough to kill me. <laughs> All right. Between and her with, and Sarge. With that, with that, Kelly, thank you. This has been great. Thank you, a Kelly. A walk down memory lane. Uh, keep on doing what you're doing. You're on the front lines there with all our fans, and everybody loves you. So thanks for being on our great podcast. Anything for you guys. All right. Can Brooksy, I take this off my hair? Yeah, she can take yeah, it off my hair. You're okay. good. Brooksy, thanks for pushing the buttons. Folks, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you at the ballpark. Backstage with the boys. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.